Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Science, exercise, nutrition, health, energy, passion. One year, no beer. This is the One Year No Beer podcast, where you will find all the latest tips, tricks, and hacks for a way to live better. Welcome to another fantastic, well, I'm assuming it's going to be fantastic. It may not be, um, especially when you find out my guest today. I'm just kidding. He's an absolute superhero. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. My name is Ruri Fairbairns, and I will be flying solo again today. Flying solo. We're going to be doing a lot more of these solo podcasts now that I live in Scotland and he lives in Essex. May as well be two different countries. Well, it is. (laughs) Um, And um, we don't get together that often. So instead, now um, I'm I'm, I'm doing more from the office, from HQ in North Berwick. Now, we've been doing uh, a few interviews with existing members, really to shed some light on the experience of what it's like to become a one-year Nobia member, what life was like before, and how life has changed since becoming a one-year Nobia member. And the thing is, when I look at the ratings and we look at the downloads, they're off the charts when we hear from our members. And that's so exciting. Like there's all these inspiring people and influencers and blah, 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 blah. But what you really want to hear is from the real people, the people who've done it, the people who've stood by your side, supported you in the community, talked to you, your friends, your family. It's like a one-year no-beer family. So without further ado, I'm so happy and glad we finally got there. I did just check my Skype, and the last time we spoke, Gary, was five months ago. (laughs) Finally, we got there. I'm introducing you to a wonderful human being, Gary Allen. Gary, how are you? I am good. Thank you very much, Rory. Yeah, we have finally got here after trial and trial and error, and and, uh, on and off, but we're here. We could, I'm sure you could screenshot our messages to each other, and you've chased me every week. So um, I do apologize completely. But um, so, Gary, um, well, I know you well-ish. I mean, I've met you a couple of times in Dublin, and um, we've spoken lots of times before. You've been in part of One Year No Beer for a while. For anyone listening out there, for you guys who don't know um, Gary, Gary, give us a bit of a background. Tell us some story and, and who you are and where you come from. Okay, so I am from the west of Ireland, a little place called Roscommon in the middle of our midwest of Ireland. I live in Galway, which is a little further west on the west coast. Um, Lovely, lovely place. Um, I have been um, a one-year no-beer member for 18 18 months now, but we'll, we'll come on to that in a bit. My relationship with alcohol, I suppose, is very standard. It was nothing special, really. I uh, was born uh, into a rural background. Um, grew up in um, really, really happy childhood in Merscommon, um, as I say. Um, there was a little added complication in there, and that I was born with spina bifida, which means, um, which is a spinal deformity. Long story short, I'm a wheelchair user. So there was, you know, in and out of hospitals for 
weeks, sometimes months at a time. And when I was young, really maybe seven, eight, nine, ten, up to about fifteen. So um, that's that's the childhood. Then I went to college in Dublin. Did um, English was my best subject in school by a long way, and I loved it. So I went and did computer programming which makes perfect sense in nobody's world. But anyway, I uh, love computer programming. I uh, love all that kind of stuff, um, the technology and the things. I'm a, an uber nerd um, and won't apologize for it. <laughs> I suppose growing up too, I was a late developer in terms of alcohol. I didn't have my first drink until I was about uh, about 18. And um, there was nothing special in, in, in my, my drinking years except that um, I found um, I can. Uh, I, I was or am um, a bit shy, so I found wow, this thing fixed it. Um, I can talk to people, uh, and I can be reasonably interesting. So uh, um, I found that that fixed it, and I was uh, out. I used to go out every. I still do uh, the out time with my brothers. I have two brothers, two younger brothers. Um, in um, uh, as I say, in a, in a football culture where they play Gaelic football, and I was going around with with, with those guys, which was really really good fun um, for a lot of my teen, late teens and all of my twenties. Um, so in my late twenties, I met a girl, and long story short, married and married her, and we uh, moved to Galway, and we are. Um, now living in Goa for the last 20, 20 years. There isn't much more to say about the alcohol thing except I just began to feel, I suppose, that I had enough. And I found one year no beer, or my wife actually found one year no beer in about, about as I say, about 18 months ago. She just came across it and uh, I didn't pay any attention. And then I think of August, I remember the date actually, it was August 25th, 2017, I decided, no, I've had enough for a while, um, I'm going to take a break. And so I had 42 days between then and when I was going away to Portugal on a holiday. And, and an alcohol-free holiday was not happening, no way. How could you poss- possibly do that? No way. So, and sure enough, I did the 42 days and, and went on holiday. And of course, the alcohol, um, the alcohol-free holiday did not happen. And came back from the holiday, and then did ten days here, fifteen days there, in and up until Christmas-ish. And then on uh, New Year's Day, I said, "Right, that's it. I'm done." Except, <laughs> I'm going on holiday again in Barcelona, to Barcelona on the 26th, so of January. Um, so I did the the 26 days, and then went on holiday. Of course. Um, you know, had enjoyed myself in Barcelona, plenty of wine. And on the 29th of January, came back and reset. And that's it. That's been there since that's 269 days ago, I think. I've been a, a firm one-year-old beer member for, for longer than I've been alcohol-free at the moment. So it's full steam ahead now to 365. Awesome. So um, love that. Well done. Um, and especially the fact that it was, it was, there was a number of hurdles to jump over and resets. And I think a lot of people will find comfort in that, in that that's all part of the process. But before we go into detail on that one, why was it that you felt like, because it, it's really interesting, you're not saying, you know, you were, you, you, you had, you felt like you had a problem, it was causing a problem. What was the feeling around alcohol? 
um, that made you want to um, get rid of it? What was the what was the pain points, or why did it? Why did you think you wanted to get rid of this? Well, I've always been into personal development, Rory, and, and reading books and and, and you know. Um, kind of the Anthony Robbins and all that kind of stuff, right? And I used to read books and, 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 and there's all these exercises and, and at the back, probably the best way to explain it is that there's all these exercises at the back of every, all these books. And, and, and I, I, I like creative writing as well. But as I, I just found that as, as time went on, I was just a bit apathetic for all of that. And it just kind of all went. And I just, I wasn't really interested in that stuff anymore. And I had been really passionate about that stuff years and years ago. And it kind of gradually went and I was, you know, feeling tired in the morning and not really interested in doing very much. And um, I, was, I just knew that there was a lot more potential in what I could do. And I just felt that that was a thing that was holding me back. Um, and I just decided, you know, let's test it and see if this is the thing that could be holding me back. Because I wasn't really sure, but let's, let's, let's see if it let's, is. Let's, let's see if it is. Let's, let's take the challenge. So, and then I guess you, you quickly realized that, um, you know, one year no beer is about a lot more than just alcohol. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I can remember, um, I was trying to think of the best way to describe it, but I, I remember in, in September, about September of last year, I said, I found a Facebook group and it was like a, a wave, a tidal wave of just these these super positive, super supportive, non-judgmental people, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And it was just like I'd found um, a kind of nirvana, really. Um, <laughs> that to me is is, is the, the gold dust in when you're no beer, that 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 group, that tribe, whatever you want to call it. And that's what I found just so super helpful at the start, really. That's great. Um, the, the, the community is categorically the lifeblood. And it's yeah, just, absolutely. It's, it's, it's the lifeblood that runs through everything. Yeah. And then tell me a bit more about your, your, your journey with One Year Nobia. So um, how did you find the program? How did you find the bits and pieces? How did you find implementing the habits? And then you went on to do a mastermind. Is that right? So tell me a bit about those pieces. I started, I, th I think the, the key to me starting when you would, when you're no beer was, was, was uh, implementing the habits was to, to take one day at a time. And if there was to anyone was to ask me what the biggest advice I'd give to anyone would be, would be just do today. Um, and don't worry about tomorrow. Um, cause then you can do tomorrow when it is, um, then you know, when it comes. So I was immersing myself in the Facebook group, immersing myself in the podcasts, all of that, reading the book, all that kind of stuff. What was key there for me was the support of my wife. Um, she was super supportive, um, or is super supportive of the, of, of this. And it made a big difference for me. And um, now she's not on, on the, on the journey and, uh, I found that the the alcohol um, when when it's in the house, I just I don't so much anymore because I'm not really interested. But the the alcohol free beers were, were were really really helpful for me. Even though there's good ones and there's bad ones and there's really really <laughs> bad ones. Um, but but I found I found some I found some real 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 gems. So um, as I say, I don't really do it. What are your gems much. while we're while we're while we're live? Um. I don't mind Heineken. Heineken Zero is quite quite nice. I've got gotten to grow that that one. Um, Erdinger, yeah, I can I can do Erdinger one or two of those Erdingers. But the the, the new um, 
Guinness one, Pure Brew, is, is I think, is absolutely lovely. I love that. Brilliant, isn't it? They've done such a good job. Yeah, yeah. And um, I have had one last night um, in, a, in a pub. I can't remember the name of it, but I will uh, I'll let you know what it is. But, can't, but it's, uh, it's a cracker. Really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's another German one, actually, called Spiegel. It's a red bottle. Spiegel, um, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I haven't tried it myself. Which is really, really nice. Brilliant. And I love that you're still going out to the pub as well. That's what we really want to make sure, you know, this is this is not a challenge about hiding away and changing your life and just donning Lycra, even though that's what most of my pictures I'm wearing. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like as you as anyone will will know that's been to Ireland or lives in Ireland. It's a it's a, a pub culture. And, and that's not necessarily I mean, that's not a bad thing. Absolutely not a bad thing. Um, uh, in in uh, taken the right way, and you know we we enjoy our pubs. I'm going to the pub plenty of times over the weekend because um, we have a we have a bank holiday weekend coming up here. So I'm I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be in the pub. Good lad, good lad. So um, and then what what things changed for you physically and mentally by going alcohol free? Um, physically, I've lost about two stone. Um, wow. I'm I'm in the gym. Um, and and. Uh, one thing to say about that is that I didn't try. I didn't absolutely did not try. Um, it wasn't for the weight I went off. Uh, I, I gave up alcohol. I just just didn't. Um, you know, when you when I when you give up alcohol, you don't eat crap, and it's a it's a it's a virtuous circle, really, for me. Um, now, of course, the sugar monster hit me hard, and is and ha- you know does hit me hard um, most a lot of the time, and that's I struggle with that, but that's getting better better um um and you know i'm beginning to uh make a bit of progress there um in terms of mental mentally it's 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 where's the big where i see the big changes um waking up you know full of energy motivation in the mornings um not every single morning as you know it's it's reality it's real life so if you don't wake up feeling brilliant every morning but um you, you wake up feeling um uh, you know, not hungover or not not tired and lethargic every. Um, so that's been massive. Um, the the mental clarity I have is just off the charts compared to what what it used to be. I mean, I can now you know string string thoughts together and get stuff done. Now, as well as uh, starting one year no beer last year, I also started to meditate last year. So I did a full year of meditation on Headspace. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that, um, and I, I keep saying it, that one year no beer and meditation together are just, you're, they're just like atomic in their, in their power. Uh, um, it, it's massive. Uh, so that, that, that for me was, was um, the big mental change. Um, I've also got a lot braver in terms of putting myself out there to, to do stuff. Um, I started a, a coaching course in the last um, week. That's going to take me up to next spring, um, once a month, um, every um, every week, once a month. Um, I've um, started writing again. I started writing again on the 1st of um, January this year, and I've written pretty much every day since, so uh, about 500 words. And that's, so that's getting... Um, hopefully it'll it'll morph into something readable by some by some by people someday. But that's not really the point at the moment. The point is just building the habit and, and to be honest, getting the getting the crap out of out of the, out of my head 
um, um, at the end of every day or beginning of the next day or whatever. Um, just uh, so I am mentally to say I'm in a better place mentally than I was before I gave it up um, is like a massive understatement. One thing that probably kicked it up another notch for me, as well as the mastermind, was uh, listening to, I remember the day I listened to the Sean Stevenson podcast, and that to me, that to me was, was pretty much, I don't, I don't think it's, it's an exaggeration to say it was life-changing, because uh, it was powerful, and it was um, a story that I could relate to. Um, very much relate to in terms of in in a miniature kind of way. Sean Stevenson's um, early life has kind of reflects my own with, with hospitals and stuff like that, and, and you know, and, and in a miniature kind of way, his his um, attitude reflects my own in, in that you know I I don't uh, you know, disability is not on my radar in terms of um, well. Um, it's it has its challenges, but it's certainly of course, not, but it's not, not a limiting not, factor. You're like, uh, uh, yes, track. exactly, amazing, yeah. amazing. So, um, and talking yeah. of that, jumping all over the place, you're thinking about doing something with us, aren't you? Or have you decided? Uh, yeah, well, I was wondering where you're going to mention that, but um, <laughs> um, I should have well, maybe okay. kept you before. Let's put let's put it out there anyway. Um, Come on, let's put it out so, there. What are we going to do together? So next May in Ireland, um, there's a Spartan. Uh, it didn't work out this year, but I've gone back to the gym six weeks ago. And I'm making good progress. So let's see if we can do a Spartan next May. Boom! Now, for anybody listening, here's what I want. We are going to join Gary going around the Spartan in Ireland next May. Um, we would love you to come down and support. Let's encourage everyone. It's a great thing to do. Um, um, and even if you're just spectating, come and join us. It'll be an amazing event. Um, but more importantly, we're going to make sure that Gary does a Spartan. I mean, this, this came from, part, I think it was part of the mastermind or a coaching session that you and I had. Because um, so I did some some quick coaching sessions, and we were talking about challenges. And I said, you know, what is your challenge? And you were like, well, I don't really have, you know, I'm not really sure. And I've I've kind of done this. And then I said, oh, have you looked at the Spartans? And you were like, well, I don't. I, I'm not sure I could do. It. I was like, you can do a Spartan. We can do it. Is that about how it went? I can't remember. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so you you were like, and then the seed was sown. And um, of course, you know, wounded veterans and, and, and people like that do Spartans, you know, all over the world. Um, so there are um, disabled and, uh, um, you know, handicapped and, and lots of different um, people who are trying to do these Spartan races. Of course, that makes your challenge so much harder um, to, you know, to get around. But that's what we're here for. We're here for a big challenge. And this is one big, hairy ass goal, as you call it, a bag, a big, hairy ass goal. Yes, indeed. Um, to be honest, um, I have absolutely no idea how this is going to get done, but but maybe that's that's maybe that's the point. Well, the line um, is drawn in the sand, um, yes. and we're looking for supporters and encouragers, and we're going to make it happen. May yes, twenty nineteen. It's now out there to the world, Gary. I, yes. <laughs> I didn't give you the option, but it's out there. We are doing it. Yes. So, so, so 
so I've, I've, as I say, I've already been in the gym. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it because I just, uh, I, I, it's been in my head. I've made some inquiries. I've uh, done some looking. Um, I had a little bit ahead of you there, so uh, let's do it. Awesome. Now we flicked over um, the mastermind. What was your experience of the mastermind? Uh, yeah, so I did the mastermind in March. Um, uh, of, of last year, um, I thought it was, as I say, that the all of the, I've been into self-help, personal development, whatever you want to put it, for for a long, long time. Um, read all the books and all that kind of stuff, but I'd never come across a package of personal development um, stuff uh, like um, yourself and Andy gave. Um, I thought it was transformative is probably a good word I would use. Um, it was uh, it was really, really, really excellent. I mean, I, I, that's as, that, to put it mildly, and if you're thinking about doing it, just, just do it. Um, just sign up because you, you won't regret it, I promise. Um, I, it's so much, so much has come from it from me. Um, um, not really life-changing stuff, but, but little bits here and there. And, and, you know, those little bits do add up and will add up and have already added up. So um, I found the, the weekly coaching calls brilliant. In fact, it was more than weekly. I mean, the, Andy was on, on, uh, on the Facebook or on Zoom most days, in fact. Uh, so uh, I found the, the group, which is still going, by the way, which we, um, we um, there's, several of us who still have the Facebook group and we chit chat away and uh, um, have the odd Zoom here and there. Meeting those people was, um, I've made friendships for life and I'm not really talking about proper, I'm not really talking about, and I don't differentiate here um, um, in one year in OBR between virtual friends and real friends. I mean, a lot, most, the vast majority with the exception of yourself and Safanandi, who I have met, I've never met these people, but they're proper friends, um, uh, and who will, you know, who support and you know know all the ins and outs and the struggles that people go go through. Um, so, as I said, off topic a little bit, but um, yeah, the the mastermind help was was brilliant. It was re- really really was, and and uh, um, hopefully. Uh, I get to do some something else like that um, when when the next version comes out. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, what does the future um, look like for you, Gary? Uh, well, it's as I said, all guns blazing to the 29th of January, uh, which is three six five. Um, um, the 30th of January will be day 366. I can pretty much tell you that now. There will won't be any stopping. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm never going to drink again. I can never say never. Um, I would probably like to get to a scenario that you have yourself, uh, Rory, where I can. Um, I don't want to use the M word, um, the moderation, moderation, but. Um, where I'd like to have one or two maybe every now and again. Um, but I know there is there are no hangovers in my future. I, I know they're not worth it. It was those that was killing me, really. And, and, the, and the lethargy that would last and the, the anxiety. And I suppose 
if I could just talk about anxiety for a second. Um, I never for a second considered that I suffered from anxiety after drinking, but it was only when it was gone. I hope this makes sense, but it was only when it was gone, when it was gone that I recognized what it was. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so none of that's in my future. So the future for me holds um, very exciting stuff, I think. I hope. I mean, I'm, as I say, I'm a software developer and I'm, I'm going to continue that because I like doing that. I also, as I say, like English um, writing and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to continue to do that. Maybe I might publish the odd article here and there on something like Medium or something like that or do a blog or something like that. Um, and maybe I, um, uh, but um, coaching is really where my passion lies at the moment. I'm, I'm started the coaching. I've started the coaching course, the coaching diploma last last weekend. So I am super, super excited about that, and I want to um, continue. Um, I'm going to finish finish that out and then see where we where we um, where we're at. But one one thing's for sure is that. Uh, it's uh, it's I'm I'm very excited about what's to come, and uh, one year no beer will be part of that. That's for sure. So I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. You've been fully assimilated. <laughs> In the words of resistance the is futile. <laughs> Assimilation is complete. Um, really brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so glad we finally got to do it. And you know what? Let's let's jump on again. Let's let's um, get another conversation because this was great. I want to hear how things are going after your three six five. So um, come back to the new year. Um, parting word of wisdom, I guess. Um, your choice. You can choose um, top uh, suggestion in going alcohol-free. Best thing you've done being since alcohol-free. Go. Okay. So I suppose I, I did mention it, but 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 my top uh, suggestion would be to take do today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Um, I sometimes get a little bit worried when I see people going day one of 365, day two of 365. You know, I, I just wouldn't look at it like that. I would just do day one, day two. Just count, count the days and don't look too far ahead. Um, one thing that's very, very important, very, very important is don't worry if you slip up. Because I, I mean, as, as I say, I've been a member of One Year No Beer for 18 months. And I'm not at. I'm three months away from 365, so I'll probably be the guts of nearly what um, 20 months, 21 months in one year no beer by the time I get to 365. So I've done plenty of slip ups. Um, uh, so you know, keep, get back on. Do a mastermind. Simple, pure, simple. Do a mastermind. Um, it, once you've got a little bit of time under your belt um, in one year no beer, and you've got a a little bit of a rhythm going, jump into that because you won't regret it. Um, and embrace the embrace the community. Um, it's so supportive, every single bit of it. Um, uh, Slack, if you're don't, if you're not a Facebook person, that's it, really. I mean, it's 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 once you're in that community, the positivity and the support speak for themselves. Um, they really can carry you through on your on your tough days, uh, which they have. Uh, there's it, not every day is going to be brilliant. Um, but just do today, I would say, is, is the, the last thing I would say. Thank you so much for your time, Gary. It's great to hear from you, and we'll catch you again very soon. Thank you very much. Um, good to talk to you. Well, that's another incredible episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. I told you, it's just so 
inspiring to hear from our members. And, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm biased because it's great when people say lovely things about One Year No Beer, but that tends to be the case. That tends to be the case. Um, maybe we should drag up somebody on this podcast once who doesn't feel that way. <laughs> but that's a terrible marketing idea. Um, so lots is going on here. We're getting ready for um, some promotions that are happening over uh, November and then into Christmas. Um, thinking about Christmas up ahead, I know it's a bit early for that, but you know, what's your plan? What's your strategy? Um, if you're going to do an alcohol-free or even if you're just going to do a reduced um, uh, alcohol Christmas, which will most likely be like mine, then how's that going to work for you? And what alcohol-free alternatives have you, got, have, have you prepared for? If it's time you were thinking about joining a program and you haven't joined us yet, then come and jump in. We're about so much more than just changing a relationship with alcohol. We're about learning life strategies to live a life that truly, truly thrives. Anyway, coming to you from North Berwick in the beautiful country of Scotland. I hope we're all well and we'll catch you very soon. Cheers. Bye. for listening to the One Year No Beer podcast. For a full list of episodes and to join in the challenge yourself, head on over to oneyearnobeer.com. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.